from Edmonton from their CD Bracha which means brothers that was a song called Molokko or Milk Vitaya vas vsih dorihi radio sukhichita vitaya vas vsih na radio peredachu nash holos radio krinsko korinya pre mikrofoni pavlina dyakuyu shtori shole perebutizimnoyu nastupnu hudenu Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio I'm your host, Paulette Demchuk-McCory, Pokrinska Pavlina, and I am delighted to have you with me. We've got a great program lined up for you. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is back, and Peter Baker will be along with a review of a new book that outlines the significant contribution of two Ukrainians to international law in the field of human rights. As well, we've got news from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine Today, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a perennial favorite, at least certainly of mine, and this is Oksana Bilozir with Zelenea Jeto, Green Grows the Rye. Oh, 
to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Embrace the Ukrainian culture, the music, the food, and the dancing at the 51st Annual Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, July 29th to 31st, Dauphin, Manitoba. Get your weekend pass right now for only $95. If you wait, you'll pay more at the gate. Day passes and camping passes also available. Call toll-free 1-877-474-2683. That's 1-877-474-2683. For more information, visit cnuf.ca and like CNUF on Facebook. Don't miss the 4th Annual Babas and Borscht Ukrainian Festival, August 20th and 21st in Andrew, Alberta. Ukrainian food, music, dance, Babas Bazaar, museum tours and exhibits, Zababa and more. Lessons in clay oven making, leather work and Ukrainian dance. Find out all about Samohanka, yes, moonshine. Tons of fun and excitement at Babas and Borscht Festival, August 20th and 21st in Andrew, Alberta. Oh, and there's a borscht cook-off too. Admission is free and includes a borscht sample. For tickets, visit babasandborscht.ca.
Vancouver's very own Zelia from their CD Willowbridge, their second and a unique rendition of a traditional Ukrainian folk song that was Bila Menamate, My Mother Beat Me. Up next is Oksana Mucha, also from Ukraine, and this is from her CD Reshato and another traditional Ukrainian folk song, Porizalam Palchik, I Cut My Finger. Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter Initiative, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. Details are important. In fact, details are crucial. Whether for tracing a family tree or building a legal case... For example, a case for the judgment and conviction for murder. The international lawyer Philippe Sands, a professor of law at University College London, is fascinated by details. His recent book, East-West Street, is a gripping account of the origins, in effect, the invention of the terms genocide and crimes against humanity. His book is hailed by critics as a monumental achievement. East-West Street is a book of secrets, Secrets patiently uncovered in a compelling narrative through diligent detective work in archives, memoirs, interviews, and unexpected travel to long-hidden sources. East-West Street is at once a detective story, 
a courtroom procedural, and a heart-wrenching family saga. The book weaves together two stories, one personal and the other public. The stories begin and end at the Nuremberg trial for Nazi war criminals. The author did not expect to write this book. Back in 2010, Sands received an invitation to deliver a lecture in the city of Lviv in western Ukraine. The lecture was to cover his academic work and legal cases on crimes against humanity and genocide. Sands accepted the invitation because his grandfather Leon, a Galician Jew, was born in Lviv 100 years ago, when the city was known as Lemberg in the glittering final years of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Sands wanted to see the streets his grandfather walked as a young boy. The author discovered in his research that two men, the jurists Raphael Lemkin and Hirsch Lauterpacht, had strong connections to Lviv. Both Lemkin and Lauterpacht came from similar Jewish backgrounds in the city, and both studied at the same law school and had the same teachers. Lemkin and Lauterpacht are considered to be the fathers of the modern human rights movement. Both men forged diametrically opposite and revolutionary concepts of humanitarian law, and these concepts—genocide and crimes against humanity—became the centerpiece for the prosecution of Nazi war criminals. The author of East West Street brings together the stories of his grandfather, Anne Lemkin, and Lauterpacht into a dramatic revelation. All three men shared a dark connection. They all had the misfortune of having their entire families sent to their deaths by the Nazi governor of German-occupied Poland, Hans Frank, who visited Lviv in 1942. Even more astonishing, Sands, in his work on this book, got to know the son of Hans Frank. Sands also met the son of another Nazi, Otto von Wachter, who was in charge of Lviv during the Second World War. Hans Frank and other high-ranking Nazi officials met their fate. At the epic international legal judgment at Nuremberg, all modern legal cases on crimes against humanity and genocide can be traced back to the precedent-setting Nuremberg trial, a trial shaped by Lemkin and Lauterpacht. The term "crimes against humanity and genocide" have now become part of the language of daily life in our times. They are a way of affixing a label of horror to an atrocity taking place somewhere in the world. But we must remember that these terms are invented, invented by the two jurists from Lviv. While the terminology they created is, relatively speaking, recent in the grand sweep of time, the problems they address remain eternal. What remains the same? Man's inhumanity to man. But now we have guidelines to judge this inhumanity, and civilization can apply these guidelines in a court of law. But only if the international community has the wisdom and will to do so. But most importantly, what the reader will find in this fascinating book is that individuals can make a difference. In the face of horror, some will find the courage and strength to achieve extraordinary goals. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holas Ukrainian Roots Radio, from San Francisco. I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter Initiative, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more, visit them at ukrainianjewishencounter.org and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. For transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, please visit the Nasholus website, www.nasholus.com. Class, the things I've seen.
seen and in between 11 months of the year on the road with you, my dear. Girls in white, men in black, dogs and cats, brass and tack, golden teeth, crooked track. I better take the train right back. popular klezmer group from New York City that was Golem with Train Across Ukraine.
a group from Ukraine called Umagma, and the vocalist is Shona McLaren. She is a Canadian who is married a Ukrainian, living in Ukraine now, and doing some really cutting-edge uh, music that is a great fusion of traditional and contemporary, and that was an example there. It was called Dandelions and Bees. Well, speaking of young people, up next is a group from Winnipeg by the name of Molodsi, which means, of course, young people, and uh, definitely a traditional sound, but also a contemporary twist and a throwback again to that folksy down-home prairie sound. Here they are now from their second CD, Ukrainian Dance Favorites, Volume 2, and a song called Voroshka, the Fortune Teller. Ворожка ворожила, мені ворожка сказала, мені ворожка ворожила, щоб не любила хлопців я. Мені ворожка ворожила, щоб не любила хлопців я. Бо хлопець любить, тай покине, а ти дівчино будь сама. Бо хлопець любить, тай покине, а ти дівчино будь сама. Бо хлопець любить, тай покине, а ти дівчино будь сама. Покине личко цілувати, покине дівчину любити, та ще своєю називати. Покине дівчину любити, та ще своєю називати. Шукає він мене, піду до моря, утоплюся, нехай не буде більш мене. Піду до моря, утоплюся, нехай не буде більш мене. Ворожка ворожила, мені ворожка сказала, мені ворожка ворожила, щоб не любила хлопців я. Мені ворожка ворожила, щоб не любила хлопців я. Vyslouchejte náš holos na bahatomovní radiostanci AM 1320 CHMB u místí Vancouveri. Now the latest news stories from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine's first international English news channel, Ukraine Today. Vasil Slipak a renowned Ukrainian opera singer recently killed in the Donbass war zone is being commemorated in Paris. People are bringing flowers to his portrait at the Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral in the French capital. Slipak had been a soloist of the Paris Opera House for 19 years before volunteering to fight against Russian-backed separatist forces in eastern Ukraine. He was shot and killed by a sniper on Wednesday.
Famous Ukrainian opera singer Vasil Slipak died in the eastern Ukraine. Local media report Slipak was killed on 29th of June in a war zone, shot by a sniper using a full-bore rifle near the village of Luhanske at about 6 a.m. He returned back in Ukraine two years ago. Having lived in France for nearly two decades, Slipak became at first the voice of Ukrainian local Maidan in Paris. Being 2,500 kilometers from home, he sang the national anthem of Ukraine, symbolizing the unbreakable spirit of his compatriots and trying to show his homeland is suffering from invasion. This is already a charitable concert, Slipak performing in a t-shirt with a trident and a specific Ukrainian patriot's haircut. The money he gets for singing, opera artist gives to the children of the killed soldiers and finances the army. In 2015, Vasil Slipak told in the interview he had no moral right to remain in France, since Ukraine had to struggle with outer enemies. Before departing to the front line, he was awarded with a medal. Vasil Slipak was shot close to the occupied town of the Baltseve, while the Russian-backed separatist forces started advancing using the heavy weapon and mortars. The blood brothers of Vasil Slipak say his songs about courageous warriors have become his final prophecy. One Ukrainian and one Iranian citizen are among 36 people killed at Istanbul Ataturk International Airport. According to Ukraine's foreign ministry, the 56-year-old woman named Larissa Tsebakova was heading to Odessa. She was spending her holidays in Turkey with her husband and her son. Currently, the relatives have to remain in the country unless the legal issues with returning the body to Ukraine are solved. Currently, the staff of Ukraine's consulate general is checking local hospitals in search for other possible victims among Ukrainian citizens. Deadly blast hit Ataturk International Airport in Istanbul late Tuesday. Three suicide bombers started shooting at people, later detonating themselves at the entrance of International Flights Terminal, Domestic Flights Terminal and the parking lot. Terrorists from ISIL are said to be responsible for the attack. They have never been so happy to return home as now. The Ukrainians that have just landed in their homeland witnessed the explosion at Istanbul airport from the sky. Some of them watched the tragedy to unfold from the plane's side window. The others ran desperately from the fire without any passport control. Odessa, 1 a.m. The indicator board shows the flight to Istanbul has been cancelled. The people nearby cannot wait until the plane from Turkey lands in their city. They have just heard about the terrorist attack at Ataturk airport. Now all they are willing to is to see their relatives alive and kicking. These Ukrainian citizens managed to report they were safe, since their plane already took off when the bombs exploded. The crowd rushed to the passport control. Some man broke the door. I was praying so much while flying. All I asked was for a safe landing. No one knew what could have happened inside the plane. I was buying some souvenirs in the duty-free shop when the bomb exploded. Everyone ran out and I could take anything I wanted for granted. Kyiv, 6 a.m. Numerous flights from Istanbul are reported delaying, the first flight arriving two hours later than scheduled. This one already brought the passengers who were close to the attacking site. In view of the plane's delay, those heading for Turkey also depart with a several-hour delay. Some people refuse from traveling, saying they are now afraid of visiting Turkey. The others, in turn, report no wish to refuse from the holidays on Mediterranean coast. The registration for the flight to Antalya is unfolding. The Karpatia region in western Ukraine suffers from massive floods. Numerous heavy rains made the riverbanks overflow with water, with cars floating in the massive street currents. The local residents say the consequences are devastating, since a good deal of houses in the mountainous districts remain under the water. The crops have been already damaged so far. Some people complain to have lost their cattle and poultry in the flood. Now the local administration is estimating the overall amount of losses. The officials say they are set to ask for the state help in eliminating the disastrous consequences. 
the decade that changed the world. This is how the Pan-Orthodox Church gathering is being called now. After 10 days of negotiating and voting, the patriarchs are set to finally declare their decision, although the results in whole are still unknown, since the meeting was closed to the media. Those willing to unite the motley palette of Orthodox Christianity achieved their goal. In turn, those striving for further split simply ignored the event and did not come to Greece. His All Holiness Patriarch Bartholomew has become the only acknowledged Orthodox leader supported by the churches of Constantinople, Cyprus, Alexandria, Jerusalem, Romania, Greece, Albania, Czechia, Poland and Serbia. The latter, though, was considered to be loyal to Russia. The Patriarch of Moscow and all Rus Kirill was supported in turn only by four patriarchates, that is Bulgarian, Georgian and Antioch, dependent mainly either on Moscow Patriarchate or on Syrian authorities, also loyal to Russia. The most important decision, though, from Ukrainian position is recognizing the illegacy of the Act of 1686, according to which the Kiev Metropolitan was allegedly attached to the Moscow Patriarchate, confirmed by His All Holiness Patriarch Bartholomew. The story started here, on a cozy island of Crete. There are no tourists or sandy beaches here. Instead, the camera fixes the Orthodox Academy with an ancient monastery nearby. Several soldiers guard the building, though the main security forces are concentrated at the sea. The Pan-Orthodox gathering unfolds here. Numerous priests come, followed by the police officers, to pray in the church. His All Holiness Patriarch Bartholomew is the last to enter the church. Afterwards, the divine service is about to start. Neither media... No cameramen are allowed to film the holy procedure. On the first day of the meeting, the journalists are allowed to watch the video broadcast. The cameraman may even enter the audience hall, though just for five minutes. Everything unfolding after the media comes out is totally secret. Daily press strictly follows the event. Though the recent Brexit is the top news, there still remains some space for the Orthodox gathering, mainly about those ignoring the event and Ukraine's church autocephaly. At first, they promised to announce the decision on Ukraine here, then refer to Istanbul, where the final solution is to be met. All in all, this gathering is necessary to end up with the so-called orthodox fundamentalism. The priests unanimously allege the church must exist for the people, nor for a state or politicians. This old man, in a totally worn-out cassock, arrived here from France. His name is Nicholas, and he teaches at Orthodox Academy in Paris. Nicholas does not belong to any delegation, saying he came here awaiting for the great changes to happen. Ukrainian deputies of all convocations made since Ukraine declared independence gathered under the roof of Verkhovna Rada. The respectful pretext is the Constitution Day. Previously, political enemies and now compatriots in resignation, the former and current parliamentary members shake their hands and listen to the president's festive speech. Petro Poroshenko started with the lines written in the first handwritten Ukrainian constitution of Ukrainian Kozak Hetman Pelip Orlik. Surprisingly, the cave mayor Vitaly Klitschko was firstly banned from entering the Verkhovna Rada building. The security service said his name was not on the list of the invited guests, despite him being once an MP. Having said few uneasy words, the city mayor eventually managed to join the rest. East or West, Ukraine is united. In view of recent constitutional anniversary, Ukrainian cyclists organized a so-called Vishivanka run. Two huge bicycle groups headed towards each other from Kharkiv in the east and Uzhorod in the west. They say thus wanted to show the beauty and the variety of Ukrainian nature, calling the others to similar deeds. Eventually, the sportsmen met in the middle of the route on Maidan Square, in the historical center of Kyiv. Now the tourists from the west are set to continue their journey in the eastern direction, whereas those coming from Kharkiv already cannot wait to see in the landscapes of Carpathian Mountains. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's Ukraine News Roundup for this edition of Nasholas Ukrainian Roots Radio. To hear more news from Ukraine today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com. And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in-depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv.
Протекла, мов кров з ножа По степу тонка межа Ліворуч битва, а справа бій Чи гає смерть у далі голубі Ми йдемо, одна сім'я Тобі ціл, і з ним я, і день за днем, заразом раз, на стобі ціл, один наказ. День за днем, хто знає де, був наказ, і сотня йде. Залишаю я дівчину, залишаю Україну. 
popular group from Ukraine called Pikardiska Tertia, and that was a song called Hey Sokole, actually a Polish folk song that has become a Ukrainian patriotic song and very popular and beloved. And before them, you heard Yulia Donchenko and Ukraine's version of the popular American folk song, The Ballad of the Green Berets by Sergeant Barry Sadler, and that, of course, has been the Ukrainian remake, uh, following the steps of uh, many other countries who have done the same. And that Ukrainian version is called Stobyovtsi, which means 100 fighters, and that is in honor of the 100 who perished in the Maidan massacre of February 2014. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to north and central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and in the greater Vancouver listening area. Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. Nasholos now airs in international syndication on the PCJ Radio Network, broadcasting weekly on AM, FM, and shortwave radio to over 20 countries. Information and podcast links on PCJ Radio at www.pcjmedia.com. Channel 8 Omni airs two Ukrainian-language TV shows in the Vancouver viewing area, Contact TV Sundays at 7 a.m., with repeats Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 a.m., and Forum TV Sundays at 8 a.m., with repeats on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 12 noon. And at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me for another hour of fun on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nash Holos and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com. Hey, Гуменюк, співволочий, заграйте мені з калацької коломийки, але так грайте, щоб аж в Тернополі було чути. Поїхав я зі скалата волами, волами, та й сипав я дівчиноньку шарними бровами. Долину загалі мою до гори печую, Да чорнява дівцинонька там переночую. (плес) 
Это уже будет день-день Ой, еще я ведь девчины Под кивками прень-прень Мусенько и пидаше горе, чудо моя девчонка тредне не говоре. Ой, пришел я до девчины, девчина чатуе, я шапкину пидвашину на ямать мордуе. Ой, девчина, девчинонько, жаль на сердцу ношу Я в червоный шапчат прийду, то я перепрошу And that was, of course, the king of Ukrainian fiddlers, Pavlo Hamenyuk, from back in the 1920s or 30s from the New York area where he settled from Ukraine. And that was the Skalatska Kolomeka. And our proverb of the week translates as, He who has no sense of humor can never know joy. Well, that just about wraps up another program here on Nasholo. So to take us to the end of our show, the Canadian Rhythm Masters from Winnipeg from uh, CD I have, but I also have the vinyl recording made many years ago, Hooked on Ukrainian Music, and they'll be wrapping things up with the Nashi Lude Polka. I'm Pavlina Demchuk-McQuarrie on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich!
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.